How many of you looking at me right now, listening to what I'm saying, used to run home from school, particularly high school, to hear Pink Floyd again and again and again. Hey, man, you might have been doing some shrooms, dropping acid, going puff up fast. The point was, that was the cultural mind hit of our youth. And then all of a sudden, recently, Roger Waters said, lead member of Pink Floyd, he hated Israel. And a lot of you still would give up your ducats, your shekels, your pesos, your euros to go see a Pink Floyd concert with the guy who hates Israel, Roger Waters. But now he's added insult to injury. They're on tour again. It's a Depends tour. What are these rock stars going to like hang it up? They're touring in their 70s and 80s, and that includes Pink Floyd. I wonder how old that pink, that pink, hey, yeah, the pink piggy is right there. The Hazarite, how old? It's been there for decades. Anyway, Roger Waters came on CNN, and I don't know if he was in a drug-induced psychosis, but he was hating, hating, of all people, Joe Biden. He said Joe Biden started the war in the Ukraine. Must have been a bad acid trip. Then, naturally, the commentator said, no, no, it was Vladimir Putin who invaded Ukraine, Zelensky. No, 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 Roger Waters insisted. It was Joe Biden. And then he went on a rant, a litany of anti-Americans diatribes. But he wasn't finished yet. He outdid the NBA, the Nincompoop Broadcast Association, which loves Red China, loves Red China. Can't say anything wrong. He actually went one step further. Then the NBA, LeBron James, biggest supporters of the red Chinese menace. He said, you know, well, well, what's Joe Biden doing in threatening the red Chinese as they encircle Taiwan? Taiwan belongs to the red Chinese. So the CNN commentator said, wait a second. You know, red China, they kill millions. He said, yeah, but they haven't killed millions outside of their country. Again, this must have been a bad acid trip. Roger Waters. <laughs> the commentator said, what about the Uyghurs? I think, I think Roger Waters thought he said Weavers, the folk group in the 60s. Oh, man. <laughs> this guy was a loony kazuni from parts unknown. And still after all of this, all this anti-American bashing, support for the red Chinese menace, support for Vladimir Putin crushing the Ukraine, some of you are going to go out. You're going to spend your money, your shekels, your pesos, your euro to, to see Roger Walters attack America as he does at the very beginning of the concert. He actually has a big picture of Joe Biden, says that he is a universal criminal. And then you're going to sit through the concert, right? You're going to eat your shrooms, drop your acid, and go pop, pop fast. You know... This is the surprise, the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago of citizen Donald Trump, the former president. Everybody knew about this, knew about it, knew it was going to happen for months and months and months. Give you an idea. The FBI, which used to stand for forever busting Italians and then after 9-11, forever busting Islamists, and then decided to get knee deep in politics. They have been signaling the Trumps at Mar-a-Lago and they wanted to come in and look at all the documents that they took from the White House, about 15 boxes. And they had it under lock and key. 
Now, I don't know if they ever pulled the trigger, but Donald Trump knew they were coming for those 15 boxes. That's one. Then we were told by the Biden administration that they had absolutely Jack Diddley squat, no idea that the FBI, through the Justice Department, was going to execute a warrant in order to seize those missing materials. They claim 15 boxes of memorabilia. <laughs> you better believe Joe Biden knew that. That's like the time that I heard on the racket report of Frank Morano. He was interviewing Gleason. Gleason, who was the lead prosecutor against John Gotti Sr., made that sweetheart deal with Sammy the Bull Cravano, who ate the Parmesan cheese. And then he said, I never informed the head of the racket bureau. I never informed Barr, who was the attorney general at that time. Yeah, the same Barr who came back as attorney general for Trump. Of course he did. I mean, government lies, no matter who's in charge, Republicans or Democrats. This is one big lie. Now, did Trump take memorabilia from the White House he shouldn't? Of course he did. Look at the Clintons. They took everything, including Bill Clinton's old BVDs and Fruit of the Loom. But more importantly, when I say Clinton, think back. There was the Whitewater investigation that started when Clinton was the governor in Little Rock. Then he gets elected president. Hillary Rodham Clinton has to pack the hillbillies and racketeers into the pickup truck, head to Washington, D.C. She has in that truck the papers of the Rosewood Law Firm that she had worked for that was responsible for Whitewater and all the kickbacks. It was a two-year investigation. And what did Hillary always say? I don't know where the papers went. You know, we had to move from Little Rock to the White House. It was quick. You know, we didn't have the uh, benefit of an 18-wheel tractor trailer. I could have swore I put the box in the pickup truck with the racketeers, the hillbillies, but I don't remember. Two years later, the FBI all of a sudden is going to raid, believe it or not, the White House when Bill Clinton was president because they had heard through a birdie that the box with the Rosewater papers of Hillary Rodham Clinton was there. Mysteriously, miraculously, like an epiphany. All of a sudden, Hillary Rodham Clinton came out with the box, had a press conference and said, you know, the other night I had a fight with my husband. I threw the lamp. It busted on the, on the, side, of the, uh, on the side of our bedroom. I must apologize. But as it broke up into small pieces, I and my aide-de-camp, we started cleaning up. And lo and behold, there was a box that the FBI wants as part of the investigation of Whitewater. Oh, mea copas, mea copas, mea maxima copas. Forgive me. The box was in the White House all the time. Did you believe Hillary Rodham Clinton? Come on. This is all politics. This is all politics. Oh. Eric Adams. Remember the guy I ran against that warned you all about Eric Adams? You said, Curtis, you know nothing about nothing. I said he's a swagger man with no plan. Well, now, seven months later, front page New York Times today, supporters of Eric Adams are beginning to wonder, is he ready for prime time? No, you're not. I told you that. And all the illegals coming in and him welcoming them at the Port Authority when the bus came in proves it. Because he's not smart. He got rope-a-doped by the governor of Texas. Now, think back. Governor of Texas, Abbott, too many illegal aliens pouring in because of the Biden administration. They have no plan like Eric Adams has no plan for crime. So the illegals every day pour in. 
And Governor Abbott said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take them, put them on the Greyhound buses, pound the hound, and we'll drop them off in front of the White House so that the one they're coming for, Papi Chulo, you know, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Joe Biden can welcome it into the White House with giggles. <laughs> Harris, who's supposed to be the czarina in charge of border security, but hasn't gone to the border yet. Brilliant idea. All of a sudden, Eric Adams decided, hey, man, I ain't getting no FaceTime. I ain't going live at five. I'm landslide. I got to jump into this fray. So now all of a sudden he starts attacking Governor Abbott. And Governor Abbott sends one bus, one bus. It starts out with 40 illegals. Some of them jump off along the way because they've been watching Telemundo and Univision, which reports on news in New York City and has reported that it's fear city and it's dangerous for everybody, especially illegal aliens. So they're bailing out along the way. He shows up at the Port Authority, 7 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, and there's only 14. And he starts blaming Abbott. Oh, Abbott, you're cruel, you're mean. Well, now he's gotten rope doped in even more. The uh, stupid though that Eric Adams is, he's really not that bright. He has decided he's going to go to Texas with some of the illegals who came to New York City. And he's going to go door to door, banging on the door, trying to get out the vote for Governor Abbott's adversary, the Democrat, Beta O'Rourke. Eric Adams, if you go to Texas with illegals, going door to door for Beta O'Rourke, saying, vote for Beta O'Rourke on November 8th, not for Governor Abbott, don't reelect him, you will cause such blowback. There will be more Republicans showing up for Governor Abbott, including Tex-Mexes. Yeah, yeah. That's Mexican-Americans who live in Texas who don't want the illegals. That you will assure the re-election of Governor, Governor Abbott against Beto O'Rourke. Eric Adams, you got no plan, swagger man. Do something. Shut up about the illegals. And there's a pretty damn good chance that Governor Abbott is not going to be sending them to New York City. Because now you want to put them up in hotels. Ain't going to be your money, your Bitcoin. We're going to have to pay the freight. So do us a solid. No press conferences. No live at five. Take the code of Omerta. And probably Abbott will send them to other cities, right? Well, you can't stop yourself from going live at five, can you? Who is the real Mike Tyson? Please step forward. Well... Everybody knows the degenerate Mike Tyson, grew up in the Ville Amboy Street, never ran, never will, raped a woman in Indianapolis, right? It's just a total, total degenerate. That's the real Mike Tyson. But everybody is fascinated about Mike. In fact, they go out of their way to get his own product of legal marijuana. They want to know that they want to be just like Mike. Not Michael Jordan, just like that degenerate monster Mike Tyson and smoke his reefer. That's one. Now, this gentleman here is actually playing the role of Mike Tyson in the Hulu biop. Mike Tyson says, well, you never consulted me. You never threw me any coin. I feel as if I'm in the auction block in Savannah, Georgia, in the days of slavery. I've been auctioned off and I'm a slave. Oh, woe is me. The vapors are coming. Meantime, you know, this, this actor here is for Hulu. A bigger actor named Jamie Foxx wants to do a puff piece 
on Mike Tyson, and Mike Tyson is going to get paid for, and get this, be executive producer of. <laughs> you know that's going to be a puff piece. The Hulu show, obviously, is going to show the good, the bad, the ugly. So Hulu, they haven't said anything because Mike Tyson's complexion is his protection. But really, Mike, you're a public figure. Any public figure is apt to have documentaries or theatrical productions made about them. That, 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 that's the law. You have no recourse. You're such, you're such a complainer. You know, the only reason that America embraced you again after all those years of decadence, debauchery, and just being just a bad hombre is that you got on that stage with Oprah Winfrey and you started to cry with the Kleenex. Oh, <laughs> forgive me, forgive me. I know not I, what I have done, like Jimmy Schwaggett, remember? Out there in Baton Rouge. And then you had a conversation. Oh, you had a conversation with America's number one anti-Semite, who was the number one box office star for years, Mel Gibson. And you said to Mel, Mel, why don't you do what I do? Whenever I'm in front of a group of women, it's a high-profile interview, I start crying. From the beginning, the middle, the end, I beg for forgiveness, they all come out loving me. Even they know, even though they know I'm a rapist and I'm a wani mom and I'm out of control. Did Mel Gibson ever grab the Kleenex box and actually cry when he's being called an anti-Semite in any of the interviews, which he is? Of course not. And now, look at Mel Gibson. He's on the ice, outside looking in. What's the last movie he did? With the puppets? Oh, come on. So there's a moral to this story. Mike Tyson, stop crying. You're lucky you're not in jail. You're making millions and millions of dollars. Hulu has a right to do a bio documentary on you that shows the good, the bad, and the ugly. You want to do your documentary bio with Jamie Foxx, which will be softball, like a beach ball? Go for it. That's America. But stop with this, I'm a slave on the auction block in Savannah, Georgia. You've never been a slave. If anything, women have been slaves to you who are white, black, Hispanic, and Asian because you are a misogynist and a sexist of the worst type.